I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Supercoach 360. It's your boy Jazzy J. Thank you very much for joining us for another week in the new look coaches box uh, to talk all things NRL Supercoach round nine and more importantly round ten. Buys are just a couple of rounds away now, so it's really time to start getting your buy planning in. So we're going to talk about a bit of that. You've got your major round, which is round 13. Round 14, you do have three teams on the buy and what's called a minor buy round. So it's going to be, uh, yeah, a big couple of weeks coming up. Jules, Jules get announced in another couple of weeks. Uh, I think we're all uh, itching to see Joey Manu get a 5-8th dual position. That'd be mad. Um, I've been out of, the, uh, out of the loop for a little bit, but speaking of loops... Did you do the loop last week? Oh, I did. I had Nico. Wasn't feeling too confident about Nath. Storm, obviously, on the bye. So, yeah, Munster was my captain and ran the loop on Nico uh, with great success. Very happy. Did you guys run the loop? Uh, if so, who'd you do it with? Who'd you cop as your AE? Speaking of AEs and buys and loops and everything else, is it time to start offloading? Some of so those AE nightmares. Uh, where are you at with trades? We've got a whole bunch to talk about. Of course, I'm joined by my faithful companions. I've got Bergs doing Sup. the shares as usual, and we've got Louie. How are we? Yeah, How good, buddy. We? How you doing? Good, good, good. How'd you go last week? Oh, I mean, comparatively speaking, all right compared to some other people, but only a 10.26. Berg's is waving a hand, his hand, hand over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you in that boat as well, Berg's? I had a shocker, man. Yeah. I had a shocker. Ran the loop, though. Successful loop, I feel. Yeah, with Nico? Yes, with Nico. Um, just because I was, I didn't want to sell Harry Grant, so I was forced to play Sonny Luke. And um, so I was going to get Sonny Luke's points anyway. I felt he was never going to outscore anyone else I had on the bench. So I always knew I was going to get Sonny Luke's points. So I thought I'll just captain Harry Grant and cop Sonny Luke's 20 anyway. So yeah. it worked out successfully for me. I know it didn't work out as successful for others, but some people ended up with 12s from Couchman and stuff like that. But Oof. yeah, there was a few low ones. I was ones. thinking about getting on Couchman at one point a couple of weeks ago. Well, too. He's not even named now. So really? he's, not, he's not named this week. I don't, don't, I didn't dive into it, I'll be honest. I don't know if he's injured or he's just been dropped, but 
He's well, not speaking of being week. dropped from the Dragons, Zach Lomax. Apparently, he's been sent back to reserve grade to work on his goal kicking and his attitude, which is crazy. He's kicking at about 60% this year. Last year, he's kicking at about 80%. And uh, do you guys think Lomax is the problem with the Dragons? No. No? No. Tell us how you really feel. Um, look... <clears throat> You look at you look at the lineup that they have, right? And they should be doing better than what they're doing. Um, I saw also. I think they're saying Ben Hunt will be shifting into hooker this game. No, I read uh, about uh, just before I left work today. Uh, ben Hunt looks like he might be shifting into hooker. Um, uh, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I did read it, uh, read something there. So if anyone's watching out there, look, please. Tell us if it is true or not. Yeah, in by his name for the moment, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's been a lot of shifting. and you, you, I mean, it happens always. You see with any team that's going poorly, constant shifting almost week to week in positions. Players dropping in, players dropping out, blah, blah, blah. I think the biggest issue... I mean, you, you take Tigers, for example, constantly... Dropping people, shifting their half, their half combinations. I think half the problem is they're shifting too much. Yeah, they're not, not too much. Sort of you form need those combos exactly. I mean, you you look at the best combos uh, going in the game right now. Uh, you know, Cleary Luai. Yes, they went up through juniors, but you think it was working at the start? No, it, it would have t- took half a season probably to click. Yeah, you need that game time together. As a whole team, as a squad, I mean, you look at look at Broncos. Realistically, they have not had many changes week in week out. No, they've been they have fairly been consistent. fairly consistent. You look at South, fairly consistent lineup. Besides the injuries, yeah, look at the Storm even. I look mean, at the, you look yeah. at the Storm halves. Yeah, in, in Hughes and um, stuff. You know what though? I'm chiming in now that I've done yeah. the shares. <laughs> but, <clears throat> let me just say that now, like they, are, we know his plug and play system works. That peasant came in and. He done a brilliant job. People jumped on just on the scores, even though they knew he was probably only going to get one price rise. They still jumped on present, knowing that Munster's probably going to. Well, Munster definitely playing Origin. Well, that's it. You're just holding no. him to Origin to get you through that period now as well. If you if yeah. you went with Peasant, well, that was the, always your plan. The drama was with that. I think it became too hard not to get Nico and Nate. So you had to sacrifice the Peasants of the world and the Braden Trindles. Of the world to get them both in, so both will probably play over the origin and buy period. So, um, so seeing as how you've taken us there, do you sell one of them? Do you sell guns to get you through the buy period? Especially if, like me, I've got Nico and Nath. I'm going to lose both of them to the origin period. There's a real good chance anyway. What do I do? Do I have to move one of them on just so I've got a playing halfback, or am I copping an AE each week? I think. I think you have to move on one. Um, for me, you have to move on one anyway, just so you have points coming in there. Um, there's no guarantees that either will back up after an origin. So it could be two to three missing weeks. I reckon Nate's backing um, up, given the way Panthers are playing at the moment. I feel like Nate has to back up. Well, that'll come down to the performance of Cogger or whoever they've... I think Cogger's the one they signed to replace... Um, O'Sullivan. So, O'Sullivan. So yeah, well, that's it. That's how we knew Nath was playing last week because Cogger dropped out twenty four hours before. Well, O'Sullivan. Play. O'Sullivan last year was capable enough to give Nath the break. Yeah. 
over that period. I don't, it, it'll come down to if Cog is capable enough to give Nath the break. If the Panthers, who are coming seventh, can afford to give up a game or two in that period at the moment. I don't know if, I don't know if they can, let's be honest. I mean... Speaking of teams doing badly and chopping and changing, how the hell did the Tigers beat the Panthers the other night? They played a solid <laughs> game of footy. I'll give them that. It was wet weather footy, which is always a harder thing. Luke Ooh. Brooks showed up. Appy showed up. Um, Tyrone Peachy left his brain at fucking home. Brain snapping bastard. Three penalties on the freaking try line. Yeah, I'm not dirty about it. What are you talking about? It's not like I'm going to hear it from Tigers fans from the rest of the freaking Look, year. Um in Peachy's defence, he's not not a natural centre. He's a hole filler. He's just doing what you're allowed to get away with. You're what you're allowed to get away with in the middle. Um, you're allowed to get away with that a bit more in the middle rather than. Yeah, but even when he was at Titans and Tigers, man, he he was always. He, he sometimes not, just pushes it too far and gives away just unnecessary penalties, which relieves that pressure. To Tigers' credit, they they turned up. They did. They did. To Penrith's. Um, dismay, they just did not get off the bus. Like, in saying that, Nafe was in doubt from three or four media outlets going into the game. Probably should have got rested, in my opinion, anyway. Um, but, yeah, like, it is what it is. You just got beat. Probably an eye-opener for you. It's probably an eye-opener for everyone. I never expected the Tigers to do that. They were paying ten bucks on sports bet, bro. The tiger. There probably should be an investigation into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Anyone who had big money on the tigers in round nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just one of the things. Like, but do you sell guns? I think you're going to have to sell a couple of guns, at least. All right. Well, let's, let's go through some of the popular names we know are going to Origin. So there's a lot of people running the Teddy Turbo. If so, which one are you selling? Um, Turbo at the moment because he's not looking the goods. Yeah. And um, the Roosters are in fifth, so they'll want to climb the ladder as well. So I feel Teddy, well, if it will play. And they're starting to click with Manu there now. Kiri's the general and uh, oh, Ma- Manu's the runner. Manu Shidot. Um, Joey Manu Shidot. If you haven't got on, he's really one you want to start thinking about getting. I, th- I think what um, having Manu in the halves has done is it's meant that Teddy can now can play his natural game a bit more than what he could with with um, Sam Walker there. Um, he can trust that he can trust that um, Joey Manu will do his thing. He'll pop out good balls. He'll link up around the back, and Teddy can chime in. Uh, whereas I think at times Sam Walker, his decision making was just a bit, just not quite clicking. Immature, you might say. Well, he just Possibly. well, he's only twenty. He's, exactly, he's had three that's, that's seasons the, in. That's three the point seasons. I'm getting at. He just doesn't have that footy knowledge yet, that footy IQ. Like he might be a smart footballer, but he doesn't have that experience of say someone like Cronk or or even Nath. Nath's got a lot of experience now. You know, there's a mm. b- whole bunch of good halfbacks out there that know the right play to pull out at the right time. And unfortunately, Sammy's still very young. I'm sure, he can grow into a great halfback. Well, look, sometimes. NRL players need to be just sent back to the reserve grade. Yeah. I mean, Latrell Mitchell, for example. I think he got sent back to reserve grade for four or five weeks there. Mm. And he came back and he he's stayed in first grade since. You know, sometimes players just need that... That kick up the bum. kick up the bum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing with, like, Lomax now. Like, that's it. Obviously, Lomax, who's been on the verge of origin for years now, 
but never been able to actually crack it. Lomax is gone. He's well, not even playing grade football. This week, he got dropped. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. He's been knocked back to reserve grade, and that's probably the kick up the bummy needs to really... Because he can be one of their absolute strike weapons. You well, remember Ray... two, three years ago, his breakout season, he was a weapon. He was a must-have in super coach, goal-kicking, try-scoring center. The ball just bounced for the blow. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, he was outstanding. I mean, if you watch the way he plays, I mean, you can't deny, he's a good center. When he's on, when he's on his game, he's good. He's yeah. really good. He's strong. He's tall. He's athletic. He has just, sometimes you just need that kick up the ass. Yeah. Um, we'll just quickly, we'll go down the list of most popular owned ones down at Origin Time. Payne Haas and Harry Grant. Um, well, see, Payne Haas, I feel like you probably don't need to sell because you've probably got other front row options there. My concern is, especially around the halfback spot, possibly the 5'8 spot. Like, I'm running with Cody Walker and Cam Munster. Cam Munster's gone, but I've got Cody as cover. Um, provided Souths are playing those rounds, which I'm not entirely sure they are. But, yeah, it's, it's the Teddy Turbo. It's the Nico Nath. It's, the, it's those key spine positions where you've only got two players and both of them are going to play Origin. What do you do? Because you, you can only get one AE each week. So you might be able to hold off on one position. Caitlin. You might be able to hold off on one position but you won't be able to hold off on two. So you're going to have to make a decision somewhere. Um, and yeah, like, like I said, for me at the moment, I'm faced with that conundrum of halfback or fullback. What do I do? I don't really, I don't want to get rid of Nico. Uh, he's just scoring too highly that if I get rid of him, I might not get him back. Nath might leak cash. Turbo. I don't know if Turbo's going to leak cash, but. You don't look fit neither, man. Nah, that's it. There's something's up with him. But mind you, look, there's a few quad and calf strains going on at Manly. So that to me says conditioning's not right over there. There's something wrong and, uh, with the, with their preseason or with the way they set up and stuff because, yeah, too, too many leg injuries, which means they're not doing – they're either doing too much and being overworked at training or they haven't done enough conditioning and the season's taken it out of them. But Turbo hasn't looked right for weeks, bro. I think when deciding, you know, which players you're going to – which plays you're gonna, which big name plays you're gonna trade out? I think it comes down to ultimately what price they are at. I mean, uh, Cleary, Hines. It's gonna be hard to get those players back in if you get them out, and just happens if they do play and they go gangbusters. Like you know, like we know, we can't. They can. And the what worst if... part is, we're coming back from an Origin match. They that's when, like, especially Teddy. I'd be very reluctant to get rid of Teddy because Teddy has a track record coming back from Origin one and just mm. barnstorming. What if you yep. don't spend the money? What if you sell your Nico or your knife? Like you probably only want to gamble on one. You wouldn't gamble on the two. No, but you definitely know that. Um, Pezzett's getting a run over that period and you know that Trindle's going to get a run over that period. It's up to you to sort of maybe have a look at who's got the better draw or more likely to who's lost, um, who's hasn't lost as much over Origin as, as well around them because they'll still have their natural team more so than whole fillers as well. Well, that's it. There's a good chance um, for Penrith. They're losing Yo. They're losing Martin. They're losing... To-o, like they're losing a lot, so you wouldn't be counting on their attack to be going. No, nah, but see, I wouldn't be looking at bringing either. I wouldn't look at bringing Cogger in. I'd only be looking at bringing in a peasant or a or a Trindle. Yeah, not spending Nathan Nico's money, letting him juice up for that three or four weeks that he's got, 
and then sailing back out for knife or Nikau and have that extra three or four hundred grand for three or four weeks. It can be really hard sometimes to realize. You know, you might get two, three weeks down the track and you look at your bank and you go, Oh, yeah, okay, I can probably spend like a little bit of this money. I, I was just about to mention that point. And yeah. that's the dangerous part because then when you actually go to trade Nath back in at the end of that run, you might find you've accidentally spent even an extra couple of hundred bucks. And that yeah, can it, be, we've done that before yeah, where it's been like, I'm 200, $200 short, not 200K, $200 short of bringing Nath back in or bringing Teddy back in. Yeah, I know, but that's on you. Is That's on you. On them weeks going through, not to get too overexcited and, and look at the bigger picture. The, the prize at the end of that still Nafe or Nico, whoever you've sold. Mate, after a couple of 900s, fucking all logic goes out the door and you know that. Yeah, I know, but you've still got to stick to your plan. Like, you've still got a plan, you know, that you've still got your own plan in effect and you've got to stick with it, you know? Look, I think if you know you can hold, hold that money there, to get them back in, go for it. Yeah. However, I know personally I'm not going to even try because I know me, I'll have one bad score, one bad player that has a really high break even, and I'll go, no, nope, I'm trading him out, going to upgrade to this player. Next thing you know, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll, use, I'll use that cash. I understand that. Um, but just looking into the future, like, look, we spoke about last week, round 13, yeah? Mm. We touched on that a little bit. Now, round 14... The following week, everyone's forgetting. Got, I think everyone's forgetting about this week. You've got no <laughs> para, no manly, no knights. Mm. So, you, everyone's thinking, oh, "I'm sweet. I'm sweet for thirteen. I've got all." I've seen a bloke last week, and he romped at home on me. He had three of the four paras. He had Moses, Gutho, and Hopgood. Oh, killed it! That's and three hundred near four hundred points right there. And. Just, just to, to, that was the start. He's round against mine. When my head just went, I don't have any para. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm looking at round fourteen, I'm not as threatened by not having as much para. Like I'm still intending on maybe bringing Hopgood back this week. Oh yeah. Um, yep. yeah. To be brutally honest, I am. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm not going to load up on knights and manly. Um, for thirteen because. They're gone 14. Like, there's other teams out there. Like, I know Dragons are shit. And there's Canberra. There's a few other teams. I haven't got the paper in front of me. But you all know who's playing 13. Canberra started slow. But they're starting to, they're starting to pick up a bit of momentum. They're starting to plot along quite nicely, actually. Yeah, Brisbane are playing 13. So, these teams will be there 14 as well. Yep. So, I'm thinking, you know, there's other teams that you can cherry pick. And maybe only have two or three of these players, which will maybe totally in six or seven total um, for that round that you might be missing. Hopefully you can field still a decent squad. Yeah, that's it. See, if I went, yeah, the straight swap to Moses for, to like Nate to Moses, for example, to get me through Origin, then I've got to worry about Moses having that buy the next week. And, and that's the worrying thing is that... Well, the good thing for that week is, in a perfect world, Nico's backing up for the Sharks, you know? So... Depending on how he's or if he even gets picked for Origin, you know, we still don't know. But oh, come on! Who oh no, he pick? should have. He should have. But yeah, there, there's in a perfect world he's still playing fourteen anyway. So even if you did go to Moses, 
you just don't have Nath that week. You know, you've still got you've still got Nico. And you've had Moses through the bye round. And he's starting to look really good too. See, this new 13 rule, I'm actually interested to see how the first bye round goes. Because with this new 13 rule, um, yeah, I don't feel like planning for the major bye rounds is going to be as important as... It's the week after. Yeah, it's planning for those minor buy rounds. That, if, that's the, the thing because you've got to field a full 17 that week. You've still got injuries. You've got three teams on a buy and, and you are trying to field a 17. If you've got too many players from the wrong team, you are in a lot of trouble, especially if a couple of injuries come out of the round before or out of origin. Well, hypothetical. Because I've played against teams with most of these players in them. You come across a Bags, a Moses, a Hopgood, uh, then they've got a turbo. turbo and a Garrick. And maybe a Marshall um, or a KP. Or a Kepi or someone. And then you've got over here at the Knights, you've got, you, yeah, your Marjus, you've Miller. got Millers, highly owned. Um, a lot of people jumping on Fitzgibbon the uh, last couple of weeks. Not too many, but a few people yeah, have jumped it. on Fitzgibbon just ready for this. So, But then and you yeah, can't K- have a single injury and you're trying to juggle the positional factors of all of those players as well. That you could be forced to then you're playing Alamotti's or, or well, AKP's on a bad draw or whoever you know what I mean? How like many times how many times has this backfired on your plan and for a fourteen so and it gets a head knock or a fucking suspension yeah, or that's it. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, there you guys, you're already down. You know, and you only brought them in for that period. So it's a total waste of trade, money, Everything. Waste of two you know? trades because you've got to trade them back out to the person that you originally had. So, yeah, pulling the trigger too early can bite in the ass really hard. Um, well, I mean, I'm looking at the most traded in players right now. Yep. And uh, Gutho and Dylan Brown are two and three. And then you got Moses and six and Hoopgood on nine. Yeah. As the most traded in so far this round. So if you're, if, if you're going both of them... You got to know fourteen; they're both not there, mm. you know. And who you got to cover them when you could be bringing in one of them, maybe, and maybe someone from a different side that's definitely playing thirteen, fourteen. You know, there's yep. a few sides out there. I'll get it up next time we swing around. What do you got there? Oh, I don't have much to be honest. Oh, I, I think got, we've I already got... gone. I've done a Bergs this week, and I've pretty much gone through everything. Okay, well. Um... Okay, I've got something. Um, me mate Mitch, he hit me up today. He's got a front row conundrum. Well, it's not a conundrum. It's probably a conundrum a lot of us have. Um, and if not, it's who who it, you'd be trying to get Huss in. So Mitch's question is, who to partner Huss in the front row? Like his his team's pretty solid. I went and had a look at his team. Um, at the moment, his questions for is it for Tarpany? Is it Cotter? AFB, I flicked him back Nas. Um, and then today I've listened around and Big Ted sort of floated the idea at me as well. Um, the horse, Big Corey Orsborough, who's been chugging along nicely and plays 13 14. Um, and I do understand you said Timmy Moody's. I believe Timmy Moody is on it because he put up a great meme the other day of a horse wearing a bra and he said, Horse bra. And I you can't said get it out of my head. Eight week play or something for that. So yeah. and it wouldn't be a bad play. He's been minutes are gradually getting better and better. I think he's played seventy minutes last past week three games. Or two, yeah. Yep. Old big red. Um He's a weapon. And PPM's been right up there, so 
I'm starting to dip my foot that way, actually, too. See, cause Just I, as a bit of a pod move. I see. I've got Lindsay Collins at the moment, and like same thing, Origin player. So probably going to have to move him on. And I've just been waiting for a front rower to really put his hand up. But like last year it was Tarpening. Tarpening was the guy. Yeah. Alongside Haas. But yeah, this year there's really no clear cut front rower that you go and he's a must have. He's a must have. I'm hoping Origin change that and it sort of ignites a couple of these big boys. But yeah, I had a horse in my draft team for a while. Oh shit! I just realised I haven't looked at my draft team in three weeks. Sorry, um, sorry drafters out there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in my draft league must be cheering. I must be losing points every week. Um, but yeah, like I just I can't even think of off the top of my head. Actually, you know who? You know who is back this week? Who I might consider? And he's never going to be too special. But talk about old reliable or pump out that sixty each week. And that's um, the fish over at Penrith. He's missed a few weeks, and that's probably why he's not on anyone's radar at the moment. But he's back this week. Doesn't um, play 13 either. No, he doesn't play 13. So he might not get you through that buy round. So, yeah, you'd probably be waiting until after that. Well, but, out of uh, that 13, you can, you can look at sides like Canberra, Brisbane, the Cows, which is 50-50, the Dragons, the Finns, and the Warriors. And I did I say the rabbits? And the rabbits, just in case I didn't say the rabbits. So they're the teams that you can be looking at that definitely play 14 as well. And there are a couple of decent players in amongst that group. Yeah, Not great. It. Like, yeah, that's it. Front front but, row, like what, Tavita Tatola would be the one that you'd have to go to for oh, South. Oh, look, I'm not mine and Jack. Perhaps De, Leon Knight. Not mine and Jack DeBellin. Yeah. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not mine and Jack DeBellin. I'm not mine and Horsebrah. Who are the Finns front rowers? Uh, it's getting shot and changed. No, it's both the Bromwiches at the moment. Kenny and Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As last Neither of which play Origin. No, they don't, but it seems their benchies get a lot of time too. Like you got your Mark Nichols gets a fair few minutes and then... Not um, setting the world on fire though. Probably not enough to actually have him in as my starting front row. No, no, no. I'd, well, I'd be looking at AFB if that's the way I'm going. He's Warriors, they're... they're Playing really well, not going to lose many to Origin, and play fourteen and thirteen. Is Tahu still a jewel? Tahu's injured as shit. You know, I'm touching. No, he's back. Yeah, don't touch it, bro. Oh yeah, he's in and out like a yo-yo. He's, he's. I think he's just there for spiritual. (laughs) (laughs) Spiritual. He's just named for spiritual guidance. So he's getting hurt more often than not. So whatever's going on for him, he's not right. Um, and then, yeah, you could gamble on a cows. Maybe if when Lolo's back, hopefully he's back 13, 14, and Cotter's off at Origin. Could yeah, I don't know if I'd minutes, be taking the but... risk, though, especially with the Cowboys and the way they're playing at the moment. I know he's a front rower, but still. And, yeah, that's that's about all I'd be into at the moment. About diving a little deeper. All right, speaking about diving a little deeper and spearing you into people, I believe Braddo's got a video for us. Oh, Braddo. Braddo from the Off the Bench podcast. Up. If you haven't listened to it, make sure you check it out. They're on Facebook and all that. Um, yeah, long-time contributor, obviously, to Supercoach360 as well. So and just, what... a, just a Supercoach in general, man. Like He's forever done posts on Facebook and stuff, looking out for Supercoaches, young and old. Yeah, and he knows his gear, so let's see what he's yeah. got to say. Ah, good evening, everybody. Good evening to all the super coaches out there. And good evening to the crew at 360. I hope you're all having a great evening in there. 
And uh, I hope you had a, a wonderful little break there, Juzzy, and the boys aren't giving you too much of a hard time. All right, tonight we're just going to have a, a quick uh, look and discussion about um, something which I wrote in one of the articles which I put up. You'll find it on the 360 page there. Uh, what I was talking about was the, um, the problems facing you or potential problems with round... 14 and what you've got to sort of look at to try and avoid a, a, a huge calamity. Um, the thing is, is that the Parramatta, uh, Manly and Newcastle all have a buy at round 14. Now, there's a lot of teams out there that are loading up on uh, Parramatta players and then they're also including some Manly players in the mix, along with a few popular Newcastle players like Marju into the mix as well. So the thing is, is if you've got uh, seven, eight, nine uh, of players from those three teams combined um, and it comes to round 14, uh, that means you'll be missing nine players. Now, the next problem with round 14, of course, is there's only two trades. Right? You don't have the three trades like you've got the week before. You've just got two trades to try and cover you know, the nine outs or the seven outs that you might have. Um, so, yeah, you could be really, you've really got to watch round 14 that you, you don't get into that sort of a, a dilemma. Um, so what's a good number? What's a good number? Well, I, by my reckoning, I, I've sort of uh, done some maths, and I reckon six. But, you know, I know some people are running seven. Um, I know that's not many for the three teams. But what that does mean is that you're probably going to have to, particularly Parramatta, um, you might just have to watch that you don't load up too heavily. Um, you know, maybe consider, I think three is a good number, um, which is a bit problematic because they've got four guns, but who can afford four guns? Uh, well, what I consider, well, you know, as I mean, Hopgood, I'm not considering him, um, although he is a gun. Uh, but when we talk about uh, the four biggies there, um, uh, I'm also not going to talk about Lane, so you can probably guess who I'm going to talk about now. Um so let's have a look at the, the four Parramatta players, and then you're probably going to have to choose, as I said, three uh, of these players. All right, now there we've got Ryan Madison. Now, Maddo, uh, 723K, not cheap. He's up there, isn't he? A BE of 69. Now, you possibly could wait one week, um, although he should easily probably hit 69. He's, a right, he's probably priced right where he should be at the moment. Uh, with a three-round average of 76. Why I've gone for the three-round average is because over the last few weeks, um, he's had to share minutes uh, with Hopgood. Um, he's been coming off the bench and sharing minutes. But like, uh, as we saw last year, this isn't really affecting his scoring overly much, and he's still a gun. You know, three-round average of 76 coming off the bench, that's pretty bloody good, I've got to tell you. You know, he's one really that, uh, you know, if you could afford him, 723... Um, to have him sitting in your second row is not going to be a bad option whatsoever. The next one um, is Brown, Dylan Brown. Now, I own Dylan Brown, I'll admit to it. I got him a few weeks ago, uh, which is probably when he was priced at his best. However, he still looks pretty pretty juicy. Uh, 6.79, um, okay. Uh, BE of only 27. So if you buy him now, he's not going to lose your money. Over the next three weeks, he's still going to be climbing. Um, 
so if you if you're really worried about your cash and if your cash is going to disappear, yeah, with that be he's still going to be on the upward slope for a little bit yet. Uh, he's got a three round average of seventy eight. Um, I do like three round average at the moment because it's just a you know if you really want the ones that are in form, try to have a look at those uh, shorter averages. In, um, 69, he did have some, uh, for the year, he did have some quiet games early, so bear in mind he can have a quiet game in him, super coach wise that is. I think with their draw coming up, Parramatta, I don't know whether there's going to be too many quiet games, mind you. Um, Moses, now, Moses is a very popular trade um, at the moment. Uh, people are going Moses um, from Cleary. Uh, selling Cleary, going to Moses. Well, the reason is, is Moses represents great value at the moment. Six ninety five k for a premium halfback. That's really that's outstanding. A BE of only twenty. Uh, you know, I mean, not not much to be said there. A um, bit like uh, Dylan Brown, he'll be making money for a few weeks to come. Uh, a three round average of eighty four, uh, but an overall season average of sixty six. So, a bit like Brown, he's got a quiet game in him, particularly early in the season. And they had a few tough ones there. He, he certainly can have a, a quiet sort of a, a score in it. All right, the last one, which is the biggie. Um, again, I own him. I've already got him. I already bought him uh, previous weeks. So, uh, gladly I bought him. I bought him a bit cheaper than this, too. Uh, 753 at the moment. Um, uh, a BE of 26, so another one with a, a BE, a, a, a low BE. However, he did have a, um, uh, you know, he did have a, a monster score last week, um, which, of course, has affected his three-round average. I mean, his three-round average is a ridiculous 91. Um, you wouldn't have liked that every single week out of your, your fullback. Uh, but over this buy period, you know, he's going to be gold. You know, I... I can't stress that enough. And the reason that we'll also consider that we can't stress it enough is he has an overall average for the season, even during the quieter games, taking them into account, of 74. Um, so he tops the list of all of those four players. Uh, you know, or, or any one of them is good, uh, but, you know, uh, it's... Um, yeah, any one of those is good, but it, it's... Uh, you know, it's going to be hard to fit all four of them in. So, boys, they're in there in the uh, 360 studio. Let's have a discussion. Also online, give us your, your thoughts live, people. Um, you know, what, uh, which three out of the four are you thinking about getting? Or are you only going to go with two of those four big guns? As I said, you can't, as I told you mathematically, you, you know, any more than six or seven into um, round... 14, and you're going to be in really, really big trouble. Because don't forget, there's also going to be injuries and the outs and the restings from Origin. Um, yeah, 14 is going to be a tricky one to negotiate. So there's some Eels players there to look at. Um, certainly get into them, super coaches. Uh, and until next week, I'll be up at Magic Round, so I hope to see a few of you there. If you see me walking around, give me yell out at me and give me some shit which I, I don't think anybody will I don't think anybody knows who I am but anyway if you do come and shout me a beer that'll be lovely um, I'll be up for one no doubt and I'll be there for every single game of the weekend um, until next week everybody have a 
fun time super coaching and boys let us know your thoughts on the eels which of the big ones are you going to be getting in i thank you braddo so very much on point with what we were already talking about uh being the buy rounds and then obviously that round 14 so everyone's been talking up Parramatta, loading up on Parramatta. so out of the three of the four meadow gutho moses and hopgood i reckon because i've got the turbo conundrum I'll be looking at uh, Gutho because Gutho is usually juicy around that origin period. Um, however, he may be called into the squad as well. Maybe like the he's been called into the squad the last couple of years. He could very well be playing 18th man or something. We're not entirely sure yet. No, nah, I think it's past him. You I, reckon? I don't get me wrong. He's got the, he's got the attitude of an of an origin player. I just think. The talent around him is too big and too. He's got too many too, better fullbacks in front of him. Oh, yeah. just don't get me wrong, I don't him. think he's going to make the Origin team. My concern is he gets called in at 18th man because if one of those fullbacks goes down, he just goes into whatever position he needs to, where they shuffle around. No, I just don't think it's him. Nah. Just for me, if Campbell Graham doesn't make the full 17, he'll probably be 18th for me. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Um, and then that would maybe get someone in it. 18th again, but yeah, I just don't see Guffo making it. Like, don't get me wrong, I'd show a video on Guffo at Origin Camp and say, just look at his efforts. And like, if everyone had that sort of enthusiasm and effort, you did never lose games. If everyone had that intensity about winning Could the game. Could you imagine if Parramatta just had an X-Factor player? <laughs> yeah, <fuck laughs> hasn't, he turned it on? hasn't he turned it on since then, eh? Um, but no, it, it, to Brad's question, um, for me, I couldn't ballsy enough my team around that. Like, for 14, I couldn't field a team if I went in with four para players. Um, no, well, he was saying three's the magic number, but two to three. So I'm considering, do I go Hopgood or Moses? Because of the conundrums I've got where I've got four origin spine players in my halves and full fullbacks, I feel like I need to make those trades. So I'll probably be looking at Moses and Gutho, but then... I'm putting all my eggs in one Parramatta basket for that buy round. If Parramatta have a shit game, I'm lost. Like I'm in a lot of trouble. We know Maz's got a 30 and stuff. Yeah, in. 100%. Um, yeah. That's why I'm more sold on... Uh, Hopgood or Maddo? I'm definitely sold on Hopgood while RCG's hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm just like, I like what Hopgood does. Don't get me wrong, I have regrets on selling Hopgood the other week, but I did... Make good trades with that, with what I did with Hopgood's money at the time. But now with what's going on at Para, he, I'd love to be able to get Gufferson. I, I really would love to be able to get Gufferson, but I've put me, me eggs in the Chansey basket there. So I'm going to pass on Guffo at this point. Um, we've still got a few weeks to go before Origin, let's be real. Anything can happen. Um, but at this point, it's definitely a Hopgood for me. Maybe a Bags. Um, Bags would be a big maybe, but yeah. Well, no, you, well I, at the moment, uh, my squad uh, already coming into this round already had Dylan Brown and uh, Matto, my squad. Uh, and I was thinking about trading in Hoopgood this week. Uh, did Matto... Sorry. Did Maddo's late pull out hurt you last week a bit? Or? Mate, I, I didn't realise he actually pulled out until... Half an hour into the game, 
Oh, no. I win it. I, my mate was rung me up. Hey, let's get beers last minute. Sweet. No worries. Went out, got beers in that time that we'll... We'll drive when I went to pick him up, and you know that we went to the restaurant, went to the place. We sat down, watching the footy. Where's Matter on the team sheet? Gone, gone. Had to cop cop the Davy Mawale's twelve. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's Ouch. where that ten vacant came from. The ten fifty or whatever you got. Yeah, yeah. So that that definitely hurt. Um. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I'm, I'm looking at trading Hookwood. Again, it's nothing affirmative. I'm still arming and ahhing. I've, I've had him in only two of my well, drafts so far this week. Who would you go to get Hotwood in? See, for me, I'd be getting rid of a host, right? So I feel that's an upgrade hard. You know what I mean? Like, host has done shit. I just feel with the money that I saved, Hotwood is a good player to, to, to snap up for host. Like, host mm. is just regressing now. So... Like, I'm upgrading. So I'm feeling if you're sideways in it to get to him, I don't know if that's the right decision. I, what, what I was thinking, what, what, the, one I, the draft that I had him in my squad, what I had was uh, going from, uh, I think it was Warbrick to Jared Croker yep. in centre wing, and then going Jack Johns to... Uh, Oh, good. See, that's an upgrade. That's, yeah, that's for up, sure. Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, See, I'd have to get rid yeah. of Jackson Ford or something. Uh, it's like Jackson Ford, Johnny Bateman, or uh, Jacob Preston. And I don't really see any of them as viable options. I've got Preston Conley. actually is highly sold in the last couple of weeks. Like, oh, because he's scoring like normal. Yeah, I don't like know. He's scoring 60s. That's, that's about all I want out of my back row. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If he pulls hundreds and tries, I'm cheering, but... Yeah, if he chugs along at 60, that's, that's what he's, I want in my back row. He's been highly sold the last couple of weeks. I know we have the buy 13, but a lot of people have the buy 13. It's one of those things. And you only have to play 13 players, so there's no better time. Hmm. Really? Like, I'm cheering for teams that have buys during the major buy rounds. I get an extra trade, and I only have to field 13 that week. Cheering. I'll, I'll take that any day. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going next? Where are we going next? Why don't we check on Facebook? Say good day to some of the lovely people. Watto's in yes. there gloating about the Tigers. Yes, Watto. I have to give it to you. Yes. We came, mate. He was, he was over. He popped down. He was in Sydney the other day. He popped over. Had a few few Jaegers. Then I um had a few cups of tea. Oh, yeah? And watched. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I was yeah, over no. in Thailand. I was battered as fuck. It's legal there. It was um fully good. Um. The dogs won that day for me, so it was a good day, actually. Yeah. Um, first of all, Matty Drew. Oh, Matty. Uh, hey, lads, just curious if Peachy will get the dual centre wing. He, he hasn't had enough games no, there, yeah. I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's only he's had only one had two, game. Two games. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not in round 12. Yeah, that's it. So I suppose if he's named, if he plays this week, next week, and then he's named for that round 12, they might give it to him. I don't know. I don't know. They're going to make the decision before that. Um, Jules will be in two weeks as far as I know. It's round six, round 12, round 18. No doubt Tommy Sangster will be talking about that in the official podcast, though. He likes to let slip some of the players that are going to be getting Jules over on his potty. So if you're not listening to that, give it a crack. Um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Berks is just silence because it's the first time we've ever spooked Sangster on this podcast. No, he's, you know, he's all right. He's not too bad. 
He started um, this podcast because he kept getting sanctioned into players. No, well, you just got sick of reading it. How he would um, sanction some players. Oh, fuck. Take over for a sec. Um, yeah, so I don't know uh, if he's going to get the jewel. I suppose we're just going to wait and find out. I'm definitely excited for Manu to be getting the jewel. Uh, jump in the Facebook mm. comments if, if you can think of anybody else that should be getting jewels uh, in this next round of jewels come uh, round 12. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. Given last week's performance, surprised to keep in this spot. I'd almost put Garner in at centre. Personally. Would you really? Mate, three costly errors on the try line, three errors that didn't need to happen. You know, like and ball handling errors in the wet, okay, you can forgive that, but there was a couple where he was like holding down players and double efforts and they're just weak penalties you shouldn't give away. You gotta back the rest of the team to get there and be the defence. If you're the one that made that tackle and he didn't, he then gave it away, turned over the ball, which then led to us down the other end. Yeah, well, and a lot of people are trading in Peachy. Um, he's fourth traded in. Fourth traded in. How much of the price round. rise is he set for at this point? Do you know? Uh, he's set set for that, no, think. that's it. I wouldn't be going near him personally, but that's that's just me. I mean, um, he doesn't want to do don't it. get me wrong. He was he was playing hard the 38, other day. Thirty-eight thousand. Wow. Thirty-eight thousand. Uh, with a projected score of thirty-four. 38,000 with the projected score, score of 34. Break even of negative 11 up against the Warriors. The way we're playing, mate, we'll be lucky to beat the Warriors at this point. Remember, we got beaten by the Tigers. So everything is now, yeah, in jeopardy, really. i got no idea what's going on. What else you got yeah. there? So, uh, Brian Ings. Uh, Meany has done really well for me this year, but how far away is Pappy? I saw an interview with him on um, the Matty Johns podcast. Oh, no, not Matty Johns Sunday podcast. Night Sunday Johns. night with yeah, Matty yeah, Johns. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I've heard that there was uh, pretty much his quads not... The quad that, uh, because he hasn't been able to do any work on that leg, from my understanding, the quad has now got some issues. So they're trying to build the quad up to about 90%, and then he should be able to, you know, get back out there. But by yeah. the sounds of things, it's going to be delayed even further. So I'm holding on to Meany, and Meany for me is going to be a straight upgrade to Pappy. Uh, if or or I'm going to try and keep both of them at when Meany goes back to the wing, because I think getting that good ball off Pappy, uh, he knows where he has to be now from being the fullback for so long. So he's he's going to be in those right spots when he needs to be, and both of them could go off like frogs in socks. Look, I honestly I would not be surprised if we do not see Pappy this year. Wow, really? I, I mean, reckon. it's a huge injury. I mean, it's and a huge long, injury. Long term for an athlete, yeah, you can't risk bringing him back. And especially how bad the injury was. Yeah. How bad the injury was. The X-rays were I, Honestly, I yeah, I would not be surprised if they go. You know what? Let's not rush him back this year. The yeah. last thing we need to do is rush him back, and then he can just get it. Even even a minor knock compared to what he did, but just a rock knock in the wrong place. It re-injure, re-injure the knee. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that body's got to be one hundred and ten percent when he comes back. It has to be one hundred and ten percent when he comes back because if you bring him back any earlier than that, then you risk losing him for a longer period of time. Um, yeah, so really, no one knows when Pappy's going to be back. But if I were you, I'd be holding Meany until he does, um, and even then, possibly the first couple of weeks because he could be eased back in through the number fourteen jersey too. Oh, even we still, just don't know. We, if Paps comes back full fit. Do you not want a Melbourne winger? Yeah, well, that's it. Like, you know I mean, that's what, I mean? what I'm like saying. Like, it, 
he might not come back and kick goals. Pat might kick goal. Uh, Meany might still kick goals and score more tries. You know, well, that's the thing. I think on the wing he will end up scoring more tries, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like the Melbourne winger, generally sort of bloke that you want in your side. And that's why I was tossing up starting if, with coats and stuff. Especially at fully fit Melbourne side where they got their their plays linking around side when they're side, clicking. Like where Here's an interesting yeah. conundrum. When Puppy does come back and Meany goes to the wing, who gets dropped? Warbrick. You reckon? Yeah. Over Coates? Coates has been playing like garbage, man. Yeah, I know, but I think... I think Coates goes back to reserve I, grade. I think Warbrick, if anything, has earned his spot there. See, I think, yeah, I think Coates is more of an attacking upside. Faster, bigger I, leap. Don't get me wrong, I see the upside, but I just don't see it out of him on a week-to-week basis. And that's, oh, no, I that's agree. my concern, I is that... I don't even know if Warbrick was... Meant to get a run there this year. It's just out of necessity. He did. He's, he was very green from Union. Very green, but he's he's learning fast, isn't he? And he's starting to get better and better and better each week. And you talk about effort players. Warbrick is consistently an effort player. He does try. He's a try. I'll give him that. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm watching Wade, I guess. We're, we're all going to be itching. Like, I've got one boost waiting for when Puppy comes back, Mate, no matter I, what look, week it is. If I'm levelling with you, I think you might want to just... Think of a different way. Um, maybe not worry about Pappenhausen. I think you you maybe have a cutoff point for Pappenhausen. Um, like you don't want like we all know I burnt one last year, took it to the death. Oh, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not taking it through to round twenty three, Bergs. But, but no, I'm just saying expected like, back around thirteen. So I'm holding on to it for around that time I, for, I, to get I, Puppy back in. From his own words, he said something about like way away. Yeah, he he did so, not sound confident. No, he, didn't he did at not all. sound confident at all. Uh, yeah, so it's way away for him. It's a very like, long time for a professional athlete to be off their legs. But for me, if I'm you, because this is when I'm playing, like I've still got two boosts now. How many you got, Louis? Uh one. So he's both got, got one, one left. Yeah. So my boost, ideally, will be in round fourteen. If I'm lacking, um, maybe boost out my para para players if they've. Either juiced up and there's people like cross better than them or whatever. But at this point, I'm definitely going to go into 13 with enough and hold that boost for 14 if I need it. If not, try and hold on and see how I go with that next lot of buys. And the the week after that, again, it's going to be another rough week because you've gone in with your 13 best. If you go in with your 13 best, Leaves you very short the following week, you know. So mm. it's one to think about, guys and girls, coaches. Definitely. All right, what else you got there? Uh, we have uh, oh, Matty Drew, uh, Dragons coach, is just scheming for diamonds and coming up for fucking rocks. Oh, that'd be the Ben Hunt thing. Like, look, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. If Ben Hunt has played some of his better football at hooker, He's played some great football Benny there. Hunt's been mm. playing good football at number seven for the Dragons. Oh. Benny Hunt is not the problem. No, Benny Hunt's not. Benny Hunt is a class player. At ben- the mo- at, honestly, at times it looks as if Ben Hunt's the only one out of, out of that Dragons team that is putting in and more 110% effort. If you put Benny Hunt at hooker, who the fuck do you put at half? Who the, <laughs> hell is, who the hell's going to be your first receiver? It's Sullivan, it's Sullivan and Moan. Well, there you is, go. You've got two green rookies, effectively, that you're trying thought, to put the whole Sullivan's pressure injured. of the team on. Yeah, Isn't Sullivan out injured still? Or? No, it's Sullivan. Should, no, 
I don't know. Jaden Sullivan, you. I don't know what. I don't know. It's Sullivan and and um, Amone was the talk pre-season. Like they're the they're the future part right. of the club. But Benny aren't Benny aren't's not to blame. But in saying that, they do have a problem at hooker. Mbai's not your hooker. No, and McCulloch was only ever a short-term option. And, and that's, think... that's half the problem is the fact that you had McCulloch, you knew he was only a short-term option, and you haven't brought anyone else through to play hooker. Well, you, they, got Jacob, they got Jacob Little, but I don't think he's equipped for the modern game hooker. He was more of a wrestling. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas it's... Yeah, it's, it's all changed. A speed game, yeah. Mm. Um. Oh, next up we have uh, manager again. Ma- uh, matches win on the back of win. Matches win on the back of stable combinations. I'm assuming that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The halves. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, a buy period is different this year, as you can play 17, but you has only 13 count. So n- need to sell guns this year. Watto up the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's Baz say, Barry? Evening, gents. Nice hat, Gillian. Gilligan. Gilligan, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you knew exactly what he was talking about. You haven't even seen the comments. Uh, I got one here from Teddy while you're scrolling through looking for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, just for tonight's show, lads. My question revolves around the 5 if you're not going bags and you have Walker, Cody, I'd say, and Schuster, is Huey a great hold to roll out next week with Joey Manu getting dual position and the ability to slot him in there? Look, I mean, he's not costing you anything at the moment if you're not playing with reserve. Like, Sch- Schuster's, okay, let, let's talk about Schuster. One, what the heck's going on? Two, what do you do with him? Because everyone bought him into their side as a cheapie, either at 5-8 or in the back row. Um, not me. And and he, he just hasn't turned up. Like, legit hasn't turned up. I think he's played two games. Yeah, he's... He, something's going on there. Behind the scenes, something's got to be going on. Well, there's... I've heard... Oh, yeah, sorry. you go, you go. I, I heard... Um, uh, speaking to one of, one of my work colleagues, and they were saying that... Uh, that he read somewhere that there's something behind the scenes with the people he's grown up with. That he's still stuck... Kind of in the same kind of friend friend group, from yeah, school from what type I, from thing, what I and he hasn't matured. Hang, he hangs out with a lot of fans instead of hanging out with like the boys. Yeah, um, and then he got in a he got in a punch up with Maddo's brother at training. 
Um, which, I mean, look, I get you've got a bunch of competitive alpha blokes all around. Like, I'm sure scuffles like that happen every time, <clears throat> all the time. But the fact that it's all over the news, there's there's obviously something going on at Manly. Um, you know, their uh, recruitment manager just left. Yeah. Yeah, you, you definitely do have some weird stuff going on there, and I don't think we are getting the full story. No, but now, now he's being linked. I think I've seen him linked to the Tigers. Saying saying well, Manly's now trying to shift him out of the club. Well, that's where their recruitment manager went. Yeah, to the Tigers. He's on eight hundred thousand a year, Schuster. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Remember, this kid was like, "Oh, I've got to play five eight. I'm not a back rower. Um, I'm a five eight. I'm a ball carrier well, and stuff." And Cherry Evans got into him about his work ethic, like, and was very not blunt about it to the media, but he definitely said that there was words spoken about his work ethic and. Yeah, like he he still goes and drinks with people down the pub, and it's just it's one of them things that he's got to make the decision. Like Cherry said, he's seen a lot of people come and not live up to their expectations and fizzle out of football. You know, if if this kid doesn't like get his Mate, chance, if you're being and, paid eight hundred grand a year, if you don't play games. And if you, when you do play games, if you're not able to turn up and be 110%, $800,000 is game-changer money. Well, you know what? Supercoach points out what you're doing. It shows. He's, his base and power works fucking nine after 80 minutes. A nine. Like, where's, where's your work ethic if you're scoring a nine? You know? Mm. Um, there's 80 minutes of football and you've literally done nothing. Yeah, it's it. And there's no other five-eighths in the game like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of the things, if you did get on him, I think people did say he could have been a trap at the start, but yeah, he's now one of them ones you're struggling to get out. Same as Sonny Luke, Sonny Luke's losing money. He's not even 300,000, you know, um, he was a regretful buy from me as well. I should have jumped on, um, the other one we'll talk about that week, but he's gone as well, Ray Stone. So yeah, well, he's concussed now too. It's fickle. But yeah, I've got shoes. I've got shoes on my team, and God, what well, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> shouldn't got, have done it. I got shoes around race. Um. So yeah, continuing on from Teddy's one. So uh, non round thirteen players just as important, like making the moves around your non round thirteen players, like maybe bringing in some definite fourteen players. You know, um, I guess I'd, I'd be looking at that Teddy myself, and then the rest of it. And was the bag ceiling just a sniff of over a ton? Like, there's a lot of mouths to feed at Parramatta, and Bags is not the dominant playmaker. Yeah, and you got to remember they stacked on a heap of points. They stacked on a heap of points. A, so, heap, a heap of points and nights looked like they were putting in barely any effort. Yeah, at yeah. points in that game, they showed up for a training session scratch match. The nights, the nights, very disappointing after the last month of footy they've had. They've had really. Yeah. Big month of footy. Yeah, and, they, and their million-dollar man shows back up and they play like complete rat shit. Well, he missed 16 tackles or something. Um, yeah. Something ridiculous, 10 maybe. Yeah, maybe I think it was 11 maybe. tackles made, 10 missed, which is, yeah, not good enough. I'll tell you what, he, when he was tackling, he did not... You could tell that he had getting a head knock in mind when he was tackling. Yeah, yeah, he was not. He was not going into tackles where you think, you know, you should... You should 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 be getting that tackle. I mean, you know, it's a pretty straightforward tackle. And you could tell that he's kind of pulling out of the tackles, kind of leaning back into the tackles. Yeah. Yeah, well, just trying to make good. sure he doesn't yeah. get the head knocks. That's not good for Rich Walsh, 
because he might not play Origin and in goes Walshy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, see, that's the other kind of... You'd think that KP's a walk-up start for Origin, but based on form and what we've seen, I feel like Reese Walsh needs to be in that squad. Reese Walsh has really done well this year so far. He's in form. He's yeah, in that's form. It. But Queensland don't necessarily pick on form, do they? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they do love their um, incumbencies. And then they pick on attitude and the people that are going to bring the right attitude to the team. KP turns up for him every year at Origin, no matter how good his club team's doing. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm Oh, mate, I can't wait for Origin, though. How good's Origin going to be? Good. It's going to be a good one this oh, year. Oh, mate, bring it on. What do you got yeah. over there, Louie? Yeah, so, uh, Michael... Oh, sorry, Mohamed Chico. Uh, is Walsh a sell? Thinking of going on Gutho. Oh, I'd go to. A, I'd definitely go to a Gutherson on him. Like, don't get wrong, Manly don't look great. Would you be selling Walsh though? He's got a big BE. Uh, it, it, we've spoke about it a couple of times this year for the money. Yep, for the money factor, I would. Walsh um, is almost looking like the set and forget fullback at this point. No one else is really jumping up and out, and Walsh has been fairly consistent, hasn't he? Doesn't play 13. Um, got a couple of tough matchups coming up. I think he's been on the raw end of the last couple of weeks. I don't think he even got to a 40 last week. Oh, okay, fair enough. So his BE um, so will be massive too. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think it's like one forty something even. I'm one one fifty six. One fifty six. Got a twenty three last week against South. Who's he up against and next? Thirty eight the week before or something. Uh, thirty eight the week before, and he's got Manly, Melbourne, Penrith, Warriors, Sharks. Then Knights. The Warriors aren't no easy beats. Manly, who could tear up, but Melbourne, Penrith, and even Warriors and Sharks really this year. Yeah, he's got a tough run. And I see, yeah. I see the merit in getting a Gufferson who's got a what? He's got a pretty decent draw, from what I recall. And he plays 13. Doesn't play 14, but that's when you could reevaluate what you want to do. Um, and hopefully Gufferson's still on the up. Yeah, Gufferson's, he's got uh, Titans, Canberra, Souths, Cowboys. Yeah. Then... Round 14, he's got the bye. And then he's got Bulldogs, Manly, Dolphins. Then the round 17 bye. So the matchup, besides the byes, is pretty good matchups. Yeah. Yeah. So I see the merit in going to Gufferson there, personally. Just because of how high I rate. Don't get me wrong. Reese Walsh could hit his BE. You know, he's that kind of player. But And look, his lowest score was against Penrith. He scored a 37 Guffo. against Penrith Gutho. Besides oh. that, his next lowest score was 62 against Melbourne. Yeah, Gaffo's humming along nicely. Like I, I, like I said earlier, I'd love to be able to get Gafferson, but the way my team's set up, I'd, I can't. Not at this point, not without some injuries going on. So, But okay, I, he, I'd definitely get... Here's one for you, right? Um, for me, my position with my team and with the money I've got in the bank... I can either go, what I said before, Johns to Hookwood, or I can go Teddy, uh, not Teddy, uh, Turbo to Gutho. Um, Which one would you would you reckon? Well, you got a little. I'm leaning more towards Hookwood because he's he'll be in my squad longer term. Who's you your know? other fullback? Walsh. 
So he doesn't play 13. And then Turbo doesn't play 13. And Turbo doesn't play 13. So he's not going to have a fullback for 13 if you don't go mm. Gutho, bro. So mm. that, that, that's it. That's my thing. Hopgood, right. I can probably avoid because I've got other options in those positions. I've got so much option in the back row. Mm. At any fullback, given... you don't. It's as simple as that. And so for you to not have a fullback that week, you're instantly missing out on points, man. Any True. given week, yeah. Hopgood could get benched. If they have two back-to-back shit weeks, he'll be coming back off the bench. Well, see, we've seen Arthur doesn't... Arthur um, chop and changes his forwards, man. Like yeah, he changes yeah. his undies. Like, like he drinks bottles of water when he's in Darwin. Like he just... Gutho's not getting dropped. No, no, that, wait. No. Gutho's the skipper, bro. Gutho sometimes is the only effort player out there, even when the rest of the team aren't jumping up. Gutho is. They, like I said, I, I said a few weeks ago, you got 10 points for try-savers. Gutho's one of the best fullbacks in the game. Gutho's, mm. yeah. He's, <clears throat> he's, had, he's had a great year this year so far. But yeah, Hopgood himself, but he's very solid. Like, if you're not looking for the ceiling play to get you home that week, like if you're already pretty got a few of them in there and you need that stable guy, then Hopgood's your man. But if you wanna if you wanna wing it and you sky's your limit, you could get a buck fifty with Guffo, let's face it. Mm. Then Guffo's your man, you know what I mean? Like I just I like the safety of Hopgood, but Hop good again in three weeks' time. We could have RCG come back early or something just go on. Weary Greg goes on some sort of boost juice fitness tear and plays an extra eight minutes a game. I don't know, but that's not happening. Yeah, I know he's looking unfit. <laughs> don't don't spear people. But I'm just part. saying. But any given moment, he could lose minutes somewhere. You know, he's he's not a, he's not a solidified start and player. Like he's been not, he's not been yet. shifted think... around three or four times already this year. Yeah. You know, and that's a worry for me, but I'm still getting on this week, to be honest. Yeah? Still yeah. On. I'm, going yeah I'm, I'm still unsure of my trades this week. I was so unsure of my trades last week. I didn't make any. And this week, I'm still looking at it going, oh, I don't know. I'm ignoring, which, yeah. Yeah. Did you um, get, um, oh, yeah, you got more there? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Bradley Baxter. Uh have Fafita, Hoskins, Katoa, Preston, Ford in second row. Uh, is it worth trading to Nakora to pair with Fafita? And if so, who is a trade out? Did you say host? No, I said Hosking. Hoskins. Hoskins. And Hoskins is chugging along, isn't he? Mm. He's going okay. He's not setting the world on fire like his first couple of games. I feel if you jumped on them first couple of games, you got the best out of Hoskins. Well, then maybe Hoskins as you move on. Um, doesn't play 13 either. Yeah. Um, Martin's coming back soon. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Hoskins. I think Hos- that, I think Hoskins keeps his spot over Sorensen there, though. Not just that. Ford also needs tries. Like, Ford is a bit, yeah. Without tries, he's a 40 man, you know, which you could I could easily see getting rid of him. But he plays 13, which is his saving grace. And still shouldn't lose too much money, you know? Remember, 13's not your issue. 14's your issue. Yeah, I know. Well, he plays 14. He plays 14 as well, I know. But you I'm know? just saying, so. like, 13, you've only got to field 13 players. 14's your big one because that's where you need to field a full 17 with three teams on a bye, which is something we've never experienced. I can see a lot of people getting caught out. Yeah. That's all with that one. 
Um, you got any more, Louis, or can we do we'll do the round recap from Adrian? Uh, one last one while I pull up the round recap. Yeah. Um, is it too late to jump on AFB with Tohu back now? And nah. thoughts on Jack Bird at thirteen? I like Jack Bird at thirteen. I have to admit, I was personally looking at it. I was looking at last it last week. Him. I had other issues, but yeah, I like He's Jack a weapon, Bird. Man. He's it's a bit of a weapon. He's definitely got his groove back. If you've watched him play, he's, he's aggressive and he's running good lines and he'll score some tries through the year too. So I don't mind Jack Bird at all for a worthy shout. All right, cool. And uh, last but not least, Matty Drew, Bergs, my Smokey over next five weeks, Jeremy Marshall King. Fucking A. He's... Mate, especially considering at hooker, there's not a heap of options. You know what I mean? Like... He's, All the good hookers are going to Origin, so you're left with backup hookers in a lot of your ceiling teams. Brandon Smith's been underperforming. Well, he's um, definitely second best hooker in the game at the moment. Yeah, like, that's he's it. Got Robson. Oh, Egan's good, but he's susceptible to a head knock. Yeah, that's it. He's up you and know? down. Same thing without tries. He's not scored anywhere near as good. I've had him in my squad for the past uh, three or four weeks now. Again. Marshall com- King can't complain, oh, yeah. and no, I cannot complain. You He's pumping out, uh, punting out 60, 70 scores. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's what you want. You want reliability, especially as your backup hooker. You want reliability, and then well, that's you're... a playable backup hooker every week. You yeah, could, you <clears throat> could safely play that. And not question why you're doing it. I'm running with Brandon Smith and Ray Stone at the moment because I sold Harry. So <sighs> yeah, in fact, Cabra matter. Or... I'll probably look at look at uh, Marshall King for an upgrade. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's crazy, bro. Uh, round recap from Adrian. Again, big shout out to Adrian. Um, so, after 273 days, the Tigers have finally won. Not only that, but after 369 days, I think Luke Brooks was the last time Luke Brooks won as well. Yeah, poor guy. So, <laughs> he got one. Um, hey, he looked good. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, in a in a rainy capacity crowd at Bathurst, the much maligned Brooks kicked the first of his two twenty forties that led to two that led to tries as Orange and Black completed a ninety percent set rate. Um, I think ultimately, ultimately that honestly win then won that won then that game. Yeah. Um, Panthers in the wet just it wasn't clean, was it? They were just not clicking at all. For me, the Panthers haven't clicked. They've they've had three games all year where they've looked good, and the rest has been average. Not mm. doing wrong. Sometimes they've snuck away with a win or whatever, but not by extremely blowing people. Like last year, they blew people off the park. I think people were worried to come up against Penrith last year because they were just doing numbers on people. Same as Melbourne at the start of the year. Melbourne were pumping fifty. On teams at the start of the year, remember? Like, they were just mm. chugging away. And then by the end of the year, Penrith were doing that to teams. And teams were worried about coming up against them. Whereas this year, lots changed for Penrith. Um, RP Coruscant, for one, knows how to pick them apart. Well, they... Yeah, they, um, up, he, he clinicked us the other night, didn't he? They don't... That go forward out of dummy half there isn't... There's nothing coming out for Panthers. No, it's it. Ab- nothing. You guys were saying it all last year. Appy's deception out of dummy half is just you don't, it's second to none and it's what? underrated, man. But you don't notice it, do you? 
You don't notice it till it's gone. Yeah. Mm. Like you just think, oh, he's just he's just playing a hooker. That's just what a hooker does, but right? He, nah, that's what a if good you notice, hooker does. If you notice, people are watching feet and hands and where they're looking and you can already sort of tell some sometimes what way someone's going before they know what way they're going because their feet and everything mm. sort of pointed to that direction, whereas some he just had this uncanny knack of looking like he was going right and end up left, like so often, you and know. The service that they're getting from Mitch Kenny out of dummy half is just garbage. S- it's it's nothing, sunny, absolutely nothing sunny compared Luke to last too. year. Like Sonny Luke's not doing what they're not lighting it up. No, what I thought they what they all thought he was going to do either. Like, I mean, a, a lot of um, a lot of my Panthers mates, uh, they were all. Going on about Sonny Luke, get him on. He's gonna, he's gonna win us games, blah blah. I haven't really seen much, seen it to be honest. I haven't nah, seen same. what the rave's about. And I feel like he got exposed the other night too. Yeah. Like, okay, quickly, can we talk about this hip drop? Because when Sonny Luke was sent to the sin bin for that hip drop, I feel like that was really unfair because he was trying to tackle a front rower, and he literally just got dragged by the front rower, like he was holding on, and this bloke just kept running. He was wet, it slid down, and they called that a hip drop. There was no intent there from Sonny Luke to be doing a hip drop. That's where it's at, man. There's, I know, there's it's been, so weird, though. And the fact that it's sin bin as well. There's been one of them a week, and there's even been a few over the last month where there hasn't even been a case to answer at Judiciary Night because it's not a fucking hip drop. Yeah. They've just got it wrong on the day, and I felt that's what happened to Sonny Luke. It's just, that's, you got to remember, it's happening pretty quick. It is, you know, it is, like but the, the, the bunker has the bunker's the one that calls it through. It's it's not it, the ref on field isn't calling hip drops every single time. It's the bunker calling a hip drop, but and they, they've got the ability to look at the replay and look at it in slow mo and look at it in real speed before that call is made. And the, yeah, they're gonna let's face it, coaches and tacticians of the sport now are gonna have to reevaluate the dude that's going low, like. It's basically that third man or second man going low, getting swung around. Um, the dude up top can't affect him. He's up around the shoulder. He's got to worry about taking his head off, you know, and it's... Will it get to the point where players will become very, very apprehensive to tackle around the legs? Have you seen Dallin Mattel in... Oh, yeah. Uh, I mentioned that, DWC yeah. the other day. Like, yeah. he, he's, he, he's made a tackle and then because he's gone to the ground... He's, if, His hands are just gone in the air to say, "Holy shit, not my fault!" And you could t- you could tell, man, yeah. it was as as he got swung around in the tackle, he just let go of the tackle and put his hands up in the air. Yeah, he didn't want to get in. tackle. You've got to, don't you, though? Because otherwise, you go into the sin bin and then your your team's down a man for ten minutes. That's when tries happen. That's when games are won and hmm. lost. Uh, it'll be something that's reevaluating off season. I think it's just coming out of the blue. Um. At first, I thought. Remember the other two year ago when they yeah, go on little spurts, for a few weeks, yeah, and then got rid of it. But it seems to be not going away, and it seems to be getting Worse. more and more scrutinised. Where the if you even fallen off a bloke and you hit him in the leg, it's it's a hip drop. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think you know your proper proper hip drops need to be penalised. Like yeah, the one yeah, yeah. one that did uh, Taylor and May in the World Cup. World Cup, uh, the game against St. Helens, um, that was a bad hip drop. The bad ones, totally agree, get out of the game. But, I mean, 
yeah. three quarters of them, not even more than three quarters of them. Realistically, you know, remember it's a full yeah. contact sport, and sometimes you have big guys running at little guys. Big guys pick out little guys to run at. Well, Payne little asked, guys are still trying to make the tackle. The, pa- the one Payne asked me week four last week could have been four and one. I feel, mm. but, but then you've got that risk of if you go to the judiciary and fight it. I don't think I don't think he loses. I think it then. I think the rest of the NRL. I said it last week. The rest of the NRL spewing that Kevy and the Broncos didn't send him up. Because they could have been using that for a case note, yeah, for the rest of the year. Saying, "Well, look at Payne Haas's one where he's off. He's literally standing on one foot, swings an arm around the waist of RCG. He's literally on one foot. What's he gonna do when 130 kilos going as fast as he can flat out the line? He grabs him around the waist. Where's he go? He's not going that way. He's going around mm. the bloke. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's Nothing he can do unless he just lets him go straight through. That's it. It's easy to take the early guilty plea, get away with one week instead I just, of go fight yeah, it I just and think they, not get the downgrade. Or I just think the rest of the NRL could have, other clubs should have fucking made contact with Kevin and said, send him, bro. Like, send him. Yeah, but then Kevy mm. goes, no, nah, maybe I don't want to send him because then your big boppers will get week off and hopefully it's the week we come up against you. Yeah, no, I think that's you know? just, well then I just think it was a stupid play. They got belted last week and it was on the back of not having that bloke there, really, going forward. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, moving on in the round recap. Uh, uh, still on Tigers we are. Still on Tigers. Uh, rookie Buller handed this handed all the aerials from Cleary and then put a try saving jolt to knock the ball loose as Cleary slid across the line yeah that one killed me I'll admit I thought Nath was home highly yeah. brought this week actually well he did very well he did mm. do very well and with Dewey out long term it doesn't look like Dane Laurie's getting his spot back might not be a bad buy you could be going a week early on him that's no, second game this one that's so what I this mean. is the week to I, buy with oh, four so price. Oh, so he's done two games already. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Thailand, I'm, yeah, I couldn't watch footy. He um, is only available in uh, fullback, though. Yeah. So you would be... Sacrifice. Yeah, you'd be sacrificing. Yeah. yeah. See, I can't, see, I couldn't bring myself to do that personally. But looking to maybe downgrade Turbo or something might be one of those options. Juice him up for a few weeks. Let Turbo come through Origin. Hopefully Origin Camp fires him up. Yeah, the big question is, uh, can Brooks back it up against the Under Siege Dragons next week in Magic Round? Adrian reckons yes, as he had a hurl- as he had earlier penciled this game in for their first win. Back to back, some clubs haven't done that this year. Yeah, um, could be. Ooh, look, if they did it, it'd be a great building block for the rest of their season. Like they've gone back to back. Granted, not against. Well, they've gone back to back against, against Rain the premiers, and premiers, but and then the Spooners, pretty much. So yeah, so like it would be different. It was back to back, like Penrith Melbourne or Penrith Chooks, but still take nothing away from back to back. If there's any game they can get back to back, it'll be against the Dragons. It'll be against the Dragons. Um, speaking of the Dragons, uh, Griffin is sick of the questions, and we are wondering why he still has a job. As Avarillo tortures the Red V for his third double in as many games. Um, could debutante uh, Oluapu 
I think it's Oluwapu. Carl his name. Oluwapu, yeah. Oluwapu. Uh, be the final piece of trouble in the halves. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he's starting off the bench this week, yeah. I've seen, so he'll come in and play a similar role. Once the half... Uh, once the half of the team comes back from injury, the doggies could prove to be the dark horse. Gutsy win. Very, very, very much so. Win. They've they've got the attitude. They've got the lineup there. Um, yeah, I've, I've expected the dogs to do pretty well this year. So I'm just waiting for them to really click into gear. Had a few few injuries sort of plague the first half of their season, but and they got a sweet run home, I believe too. Like their run home for the back half of the season is decent. So because Berg's been going on about it all year. Have I? Yeah. Fuck, I haven't even checked. <laughs> no, round 13. Uh, we're coming 13 for the moment, so let's see. That's not too bad. It's better than expected, I guess. Some. Just on that um back end of the season, uh, they have, uh, after they have South Broncos, Penrith, three back-to-back, they have Dolphins, Abai, Newcastle, Canberra, Manly, Gold Coast. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad. It's one of those up and down runs, isn't it? Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, the heel, the eels, not the heels. The eels held on, hold, held on to the ball and concentrated attack up the guts in the wet. Ponger at five eight, five eight missed ten tackles, jeopardising his Maroons jersey. Um, King Gutho, while you. Uh, while, as you suggested, inspired by Parramatta's need uh, for a strike player, next factor, um, has more than met the criteria since that came out, uh, scoring his first triple. Um, I didn't realise he hadn't, hadn't scored a hat-trick at um, uh, at Combank Stadium before. To his credit, he's, he, um, he's not very greedy. He will give it, you know, so... Um, mm. That's probably cost him his hat trick a couple of times. I think, yeah, I think he scored a few doubles. Oh, he scored quite a few doubles. I'm pretty yeah, sure. But just, I mean, that 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 hat trick, three tries to one player in a game is not an easy feat. You know, mm. you look, you're looking at they got to be putting on 35, 40 points as a team before one player's getting all three tries. I mean, I say that Stephen Crichton the other night got three tries. They were the only three tries scored by Penrith. He scored all Car- the points for Penrith. Yeah, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ado Carr, I think, got the rec- record of six. That's the most. Yeah, I think that was against South as well. Yeah, yeah, most in a game of NRL. So, three tries is pretty decent. You yeah, know? yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's a solid effort. Because you reckon after the first two times you crossed the line, the opposition's on to you. Yeah, you would have thought South would have learned from the first three- hat trick he scored that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, <clears throat> Hopgood provided uh, to be a handful as he had try assists from offloads close to the line. How did he like Adrian like the game? How about a stronger ad- adjective, mate? He loved fucking every minute of it. He's a para man. Loves his. <laughs> oh, is he? Filthy para supporter. Loves oh, it. dirty para supporters. G'day, Jimmy. How you going, mate? Uh, Campbell Graham continues oh, to stake his that, claim uh, for an origin origin jersey as he scored two triple. To a triple, as he scored a triple and a try assist as the Rabbitohs overran the Broncos without Haas or Mam. Uh, Mitchell scored a double on the eve of the news that his mate Whiten uh, will be joining the star-sided side uh, for less money than what was being offered. All right, sorry, taking you off topic again. As a South man, 
Mm. What do you think about Whiten coming to play in the centres? Do you reckon he's angling for Cody Walker's job back at 5'8 when Cody Walker moves on? Or do you reckon... I reckon a premiership window is opening for him. Once you get White in there, he just he, he can be I, a game changer, bro. I think what what will happen, I think, is White will obviously obviously be playing centres. Um, I reckon you'll lose uh, Isaac Thompson or Tyne Milne, and Isaiah Tass will be pushed to that wing. White and chucked in the centres. After two years, Cody Walker will be thirty four. I think that's when his his contract expires. Um, then I reckon White will be Shifting into 5'8". Uh, and well, he'll be in his mid-30s too. Yeah, he'll see, be 32. The thing, you, 32. the thing Cody Walker's got going for him, though, is he didn't start playing first grade till he was 26, 27. Yeah, so his yeah. body is probably fresher than most blokes no, his age. No, no. <laughs> no he's still fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the body's holding up pretty well for him so far. So, I mean, Souths might keep him on for an extra year. Or, you can know you, what I mean? Just go yeah. to a year-by-year year contract after that. I'm not sure. Can you see a world where he takes a host spot? Back row. Play second row? Nah. Look, nah, uh, Jai Arrow would the... go back to the back row, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, we got Arrow, Kolomotungi on each side. Yeah. I don't think... Arrow's do, I think Arrow's doing a great job at front row where he's sort of lack numbers anyway. Yeah, but they've got mm. numbers coming back now. Liam Knight's coming back now. Tatola's back now. Like, they're starting to get mm. more and more. I think Arrow was filling a hole while they had lots of injuries. Filled it well, yeah. but still filling a hole. Yeah, and... I'm, Arrow's deadly on that edge. Supposedly, Host was supposed to be the future of the back row there, and he might still be, but for now, yeah, once, once they have all their front rowers are back and they're at full strength in the front row, move Arrow back to the edge. And dude will cross every second week. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we saw when, when, when he was back in the second row last season, he was scoring a, quite a few tries there, linking up with Cody Walker on yeah. that side. Weapon. Yeah. Runs a good line, and runs got- hard, fearless, origin player. Sort of bloke you want in your back row. Definitely. Um, but yeah, sorry, back to your question. Yeah, I like White and I like the signing. Um, I, I, I reckon and between we've got, sorry, go on. Cody, uh, Trell and White and, forgive the term, but I reckon you've got enough black magic in that team to take home a cup. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be really hard for teams to really pick apart what they're doing. They're all good mates. Uh, uh, they've just, all played all-stars together. Like White and Trell have played Origin. Natural, the natural talent between the three of them. Incredible. And if, if it, mm. When they're all popping up on the same edge, if Whitens goes over to the left, if when they're all popping up on that same edge, and then you've got AJ on you the know, end of that yeah, back yeah. line. You've got too many chefs in one kitchen there, bro. you split it up a bit. No, nah, well, Latrell, Latrell Rames, he only pops up on that side when he needs to. But that, yeah. that's what I mean. Like You've got Walker, then to Whiten, and then to AJ, who's just the speedster, to finish it off. Like, yeah, it's going to be a very, very hard to contain left edge. That's for sure. Definitely looking forward to next season. Definitely looking forward to it. Gazzy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish this round recap off so we can wrap it up. Okay, so um, uh, Ricky was pissed for sure, um, obviously, about hearing that news. Uh, but he pepped up as his side led 18-0. But, hey, we know that you can't count the fins out. Uh, as Ricky almost blew a gasket as the game went into Golden Point. I didn't watch this game, to be honest. Cracker game. Yeah, same. I didn't see it either. But from all accounts, yeah, cracking game. Yeah. For it to end up 31-30 the way it did, that's pretty impressive. It's not the first time the Finns have done that. No, that's it. The Finns have got a lot of heart, man. Everyone wrote them off. But uh, look where they're sitting on the ladder this year. 
So for anyone who's watching us on Facebook, we uh we got this leaderboard before they bought in the seventeenth team. So we don't actually have an official dolphin, so we've just got an actual dolphin sitting there. Um and yeah, wooden spoon, <laughs> it just gets knocked off the board now. We'll buy a wooden spoon over the next couple of weeks and they'll take pride of place on an actual spoon. Go to fins. Go to fins up. Fins up. <laughs> um well I mean they're they're a Wayne Bennett coach side. You can never, never knock off a Wayne Bennett coach side. That's it. Uh, you could could for a little Mind bit. you, I was talking to a Newcastle fan the other day. He was telling me that Wayne Bennett isn't the super coach because he didn't win Newcastle a premiership. I'm like, yeah, but every other club he's been to. Oh, he got him up there, mate. He got him to one away. They got rolled out by Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. What's he? You he know, got, he him, got close. him close. So, anyway, I don't think he got South a premiership, but he got him bloody close. Like it was their game to win. To be honest, Stephen Crichton doesn't run that intercept. You guys win. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh. A relieving smile appeared on Stewart's face as Fogarty sealed the win thirty-one thirty. Uh, just as just as he may have lost Ricky to heart failure after a rough week in the nation's capital. Uh, oh yeah, the Titans held a sixteen twelve lead to stun the Seagulls at four pines. How about that? She held a lead. How about yeah. that? Yeah, didn't say that. Kind yeah, of well, I think that was the most surprising part of the game. Fafita since. Coming back from that bye has his look good. Next leveled it, um, and he's still not getting great ball. Like I'm waiting for that point where he gets early ball and he's actually on a run. Half the time when he actually does get the ball, he's almost flat footed because they've they don't know what to do, and he just ends up with it. And at least it goes well. All right, I'll go forward then. So yeah, I'm waiting for him to really start linking up with Foz and um, Foz has been running around with it, so that's a worry. Yeah. For Fafita. For, for um, but as long as Foz is there, it's good signs for Fafita and Camperera owners. If you still hold on to AKP, I think as long as Foran's there, he gets the ball. If Foran's not there, he's probably a sell. Yeah. Um, he doesn't seem to get the space he needs off of Boyd or Sexton. Well, since coming back, uh, Fafita coming back from, from the bye, um, he scored base stats of just in base. 52, 56, 66, and 55. Yes, which, that for forward. a second rower, you'd go. Yes. Yeah, sweet. I'd have him on today. Yeah, cheering. Yeah. Plus that's, all of his upside. That's yeah, yeah. If, if that's just base, then yeah. It's just base. got to throw in attacking stats, line breaks, line break assists. But with stats like that, it's going to come probably an origin birth for him again. He probably re-origined himself. Yeah. By, mm. by chugging along with such good numbers. And he's put his hand up. Like, you can't knock the bloke and say, oh, he's... He's not putting in like he wasn't last year. He's really turned it around effort-wise this year for the Titans. Definitely. Um, and Feltz put on what would be classified as the Fend of the Year on Molotalo. Fucking one that was. Didn't he fly? Fuck <laughs> off, bro. He launched him four or five metres. Yeah, it was pretty good. Jeez. Molotalo's running in. Yeah, I'll get him. It's a woof. See you later. Um, uh, scoring the Cowboys' only try uh, as Nico and the Sharks destroyed them 44-6. Footy in the wet, still good. No doubt. Uh, oh, no, no doubt Reg had a great, great week capped off with a doggies win. He did. He did. Yeah. Him and Dad were very chuffed. Um, but that Nico game, I tell you what, uh, if he hasn't put his hand up for... Origin selection, we're all cheering because it means we've got him. 
throughout that period. <laughs> we don't throughout that period. There's no way he doesn't get picked to go to Origin, bro. Yeah, Absolutely madness. no way in hell. He, he ends up 18th man as a worst-case scenario, but it, which means he does play for the Sharks that week. But, no, nah, I reckon he's got to be 5'8", bro. I don't think there's anyone else that you can really put in there. Um, how about this this thing? How about this one? Depending on how Tigers go this week, I could possibly say Cowboys wouldn't spoon. Spooners? Mmm. Cows, Dragons. Oh, I still, looking, I still looking can't at take that the Tigers off the spoon yet. I know they've got potential. I know they've got the roster to be able to do it. I can't see them doing it just yet. I think... I know. I see. I, I think I the see. only reason they got it in last week, I don't think it was Luke Brooks calling the forty twenties. Appy knew to give Brooks the ball because he knew what was going on. He knew how Penrith were going at him. I think if Appy's not there, there's no way they beat Penrith. I think Appy just has so much inside mm. knowledge from winning two premierships with Penrith that he knew exactly what they were going to do before they were going to do it because he knows the way they work inside and out. See, I think. Comparing their performances so far this year, I think there's more guts and more try-hard out of that Tigers team than there is that Cowboys team. I yeah. mean, Cowboys, they struggled to get out of their own half. Funny thing is, Con picked, picked this at the start of the year. He said Cowboys were going to regress. He also picked that Sharks would regress, and we have not seen that. I think he also picked that Luke Brooks would be the highest-scoring halfback. 60-plus yeah. <laughs> average. 65 average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look, we don't take everything he says as gospel, but, I mean, he did pick mm. that the Cowboys just had a really good season last year and aren't necessarily up there in terms of contention this year. They're playing how we expect we expected them to play last season. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. that's everyone hadn't picked as Spooners last year and they blew everyone out of the water. This year, no one picked them as Spooners and, yeah, look where they are. Mm. Alrighty, is that recap done? Recap done. Thank you very much, Ado, and thank you very much, Windsor Chinese. Get down there, try the ice cream balls. Berks goes on about uh, them all the time. Gay time ice cream ball. You're missing out. All right, just quickly, I've got a few questions. Braddo, with Josh Reynolds getting away with swearing at the ref, does that mean you can swear at Juzzy any time for anything now? Fucking know if it does, bro. <laughs> you know I do, Brad. Yeah, bro, 100%. <laughs> I mean, that's been happening since day one. We didn't need Joshy Reynolds to tell us how to do that. This country, Bunkin. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Mizzy, approximately how many games will Harry Grant miss starting round 13 till the end of Origin, trying to work out if I keep or sell? Look, we do not know. Melbourne aren't doing fantastic. There's a chance he has to back up from every Origin, depending on injury. He could get injured in Origin. Just assume he's going to miss the three origin weeks. Oh, worst case scenario, maybe reduced minutes. Like yeah, he might sit it. on the bench, and if they need him, he may get a call up. You probably the other way around. He probably goes out, and then if they're doing all right and he's done his job, they bring him off at 50 minutes and put on the 14 or it's something. A, it's going to depend on the origin, too. Like, if they're fucking big, big games, like yeah. they normally are. Like, And if he's a. It depends if you're the target. Yeah, as well, well they try to tackle you out the game, which is not going to happen for them because they got two hookers in Ben Hunt and Harry Grant. So you're probably better off trying to tackle out a Cherry Evans or or a Munster. Yeah, someone else. Yeah, so Harry Harry could be still fresh enough to play those games, you know, because they've got the he probably won't play the eighty. Who have they got as their backup hooker? Hooker Storm. Ah, uh, we shot. Who's not uh, a backup hooker, which is why I don't think Harry Grant's going to miss many games because you can't mm. afford to play Wishart. Like if they, if they had banked 10 wins before round 13, okay, yeah, maybe you let Wishart 
have a couple of games and, and start blooding him and stuff. But at the moment, like, he's not impressing at 14. He got hooked out of the starting 5'8 spot for Pezzet. I don't see him as a starting hooker. Definitely mm. not yet. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm sort of regretting selling Harry. The week after I sold him, he got a 95, and then he had the buy after that. And I was concerned about the origin period, but Harry's a fucking wizard. So there's a reason why we all hold Harry. And to be honest, most people probably will be holding Harry. I am strongly considering a move to Marshall King. And that would probably be your only other option. Just because he does play 13, 14. Um, he's there for that duration. All right. Uh, Kevin Mulhern says, why am I shit at Supercoach? Well, you listen we to all? us and you comment on our posts. So. No, I've got this. I've got this, Kev, because if there weren't blokes like you, I wouldn't be coming 8,000th. All right. <laughs> so thank you, Kev. Because, oi, honestly... There's been times where I've been that 30,000th bloke, you know, and the 40,000th bloke. That's where I was a couple of weeks ago, man. And I was down near 30,000. And where are you now, Juzzy? 17,000. So two you're on the half, comeback, Not right? even two good weeks, two half-decent weeks. And I've left points on the bench both weeks. So there's always hope, Kev. Hang on to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny Sacky. Danny Sackle. Um, we love you. Hi, Ma- Hi Saxy's mum. Hi. Yeah, uh, question from my man, Juzzy. Heading to Perth next week. Best titty bars. Danny, I was 12 when I left Perth. I've so got no fucking idea. He only remembers his back laying. Yeah. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty slummy. It's the only titty bar I went to, all right? And that's when I was a fucking infant. Um, got milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Watto's got 14 fucking questions. Go, um, Watto. Uh, best replacement for Walsh, Gutho, Kennedy, or Meany? Gutho. Yeah, me. or Meany. Meany don't play 13. And so. Meany you can put in the centre wing too, which is the only thing. Like, I'd be having Meany in the centre wing and then a fullback. And his goal kicking. Probably Gutho. Yeah, yeah. well, that's why I like Meany. Mm. Storm fullback that goal kicks. Yep. Yeah, no, I like Gutho. No Gutho for me, just because he's the solidified fullback. You can get Meany in at centre wing. Yeah, exactly. Um, question two, Mawali down to Wiramu Greg? Nah. Nah. No. Mawali gone, yes. Wiramu Greg? No. Yeah, we remove Greg shit. Sorry, we remove. Well, look, Mawale hasn't been picked in the squad. He's not going to lose you any cash this week. Yeah, has he, is he injured or dropped? Drop for night. Drop. For He'll be night. back soon, Mawale. Yeah, he's um, played pretty good, man. Yeah, he has. And question three: Dory to Peachy or the Goz? Who's the Goz? The Goz, Goz, Goz. You know the Goz. He's been there for ages. Kozeski. Ah, okay. Jack he's now up at the Cows. Cows, I believe. Yeah. Where they're having some dramas. Um, Nanai's gone. Cotter will be going. Origin. Time Lolo's though. out. I got Lukey back. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's pretty much going to be okay there. That second oh, row. They lost someone else too. They didn't lose uh, Griffin Neem. Was it Tom yeah, he's Gilbert gone they for lost? A cu- he's gone the t- Dolphins, bro. He's a fin. Griffin yeah. Neem was gone a couple of weeks ago. No, no, no. No, so someone did something this week. Could be Jordan McLean. No, Could be it wasn't McLean. Young Maney. No, no, I think it was Tom Gilbert. No, no, not Tom Gilbert. You're right. He's the one that went to the Dolphins. Don't worry about that. We're moving along. Yeah. It, ha- Griffin Neem's out for a few weeks too. All right, so um, Dory to Peachy or Gajewski? Gajewski for me. Don't worry about the Peach. Don't go that way, oh, but Yeah, bro. personally, Peachy for me, I see as a trap, man. Like, even the Goz is a bit shit, but I went the Goz last week just because he will play um, 13. He's low, he plays 13 and 14 if you do need him. Um, but he's low. He's lowly priced and he's 
chugging along at 40. So he might mm. get to you with a try, hopefully. He might get up to 400,000. And then when I got him for 200 and something, I'm not complaining. And all of those points that he's getting are pretty much base stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, now. he's no scoring attack. just base stats. Yeah, no, he hasn't got any attacking stats yet. Jump on the goals. All right. Uh, last question to Ruva, to Croker, or to Fare, if he gets named. I'll be looking at Croker because you don't know. If Croker gets named, that's three consecutive weeks he's been named, plus Savage is back in the side. Is he so goal kicking? Is Croker still goal kicking? Don't know. Don't know. I didn't see. I didn't um, catch the Raiders game. No, it's same. He's been named now three weeks in a row, and Savage is back, so that's a good sign for Croker. Yeah. Um, and Tuare is still out though. Tuare, we don't know if he's a one-week player or, a, you know what I mean. He's up against Talakai this week too, so mm. tough one. Like, come here, welcome to first grade, son. Uh, Croker yeah. <laughs> has been goal kicking. He goal kicked in that game. Yeah, see, I'd probably go Croker just because of the goal kicking well, aspect 60, as well. You got a sixty odd on the week just gone, Croker. Yeah, well, if he kicks seven goals, so he's any he plays thirteen, fourteen. If and he scored scored a try, I'm pretty sure as well. Did he really? Yeah. So his base work must be average. Yeah, if he's scoring try kicking goals. Yes, yeah, if he's scoring a try and kicking goals, unless that try came off a kick, but even then, that means his his base work is average. Yeah. But that being said, if Canberra going to continue scoring points. He's going to continue kicking goals, and he's got a pretty solid boot on him. You say that's the end of questions? Yeah, man, that's uh, about it. I've got a quick one. Jo- sorry, just on Jared Croker. Uh, base against the Dolphins, 14, St. George, 20, and Broncos, 24. Oh, so it's slowly climbing, though, which is probably a good sign. Poo. I mean, yeah, it's a <laughs> shitty base stats for a centre winger. Like you, you want to be seen in pull 40s without attacking stats, but... For the price. Yeah, that's yeah. it. If he's cheap, he's cheap. Poo. Um, Captain VC this week, fellas. Now, I just want you just to have a, a think about you've been watching a few games the last few weeks of Brisbane, yeah? You all seen the Brisbane games? Yeah. Yeah, Rounds definitely saw last shit. game. Yeah. Um, How Suncorp going to hold up for Magic Round? going to be a lot of footy played, but my biggest concern is Joey Manu and Teddy played the last game of the round. I think, if not very last day anyway, and it's just going to be a shit field. Like, you, I'm, would you go Nico, someone into Nico, like someone in an early game, and Nico plays on the Saturday, I think? Yeah, I mean, Tommy's probably your option, or Garrick maybe for like the manly I, game. I just don't want the ground to get away from a captain, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, Roosters are at 4pm on Sunday, which second last game. Yeah. And if there happens to be any rain or anything up there, like, you don't know what's going to be left. If you remember last year, um, there was talks of him moving to Rabina because of how fucked the ground was. But they managed to play it out there, I think. But yeah, well, yeah. That's mate, it. the field, the field at Rabina was, looks good. Every single time yeah. Titans have a ho- home game, it just looks slick. It's, it's a nice stadium, good. man. I was up at the Gold Coast to start uh, end of last year, and yeah, we drove past there, and it's a nice, big, open stadium. And you're right, like it does does look good on the telly. Yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. I've seen it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried about me captains this week. I do have intentions of either Teddy or Joey Manu, but I do want to know if it's what the weather's like and how the ground's going to hold up. You'll know that by the end of like game two or three, how the ground's going to Yeah, that's it. Go. You should know that by the end of Friday night. You start seeing divots come up Friday night or the first game on Saturday, and you might rejig 
what what you were thinking. But yeah, if I were you, I'd just have a, a couple of contingencies sort of floating around uh, and a couple of ideas for your captain. I mean, yeah, look, I'm probably going into Nico. Um, I don't think I'm going to worry about Nath this week. I'm looking at the weather in Brisbane over the weekend. Um, and Thursday, Friday, there's 10% chance that they're going to get less than one mil. And then there's virtually nothing. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So it should be nice and clean and dry. So you hope the surface is going to hold up. And remember, like, they plan for this. The surface has been average, but... They are, yeah, but they are well aware also of, of what it entails. And they don't get magic round back at the end of their contract if the surface doesn't hold up. So... If you go into Magic Ground, go find Brad and Ross. Yeah, that's it. They're out there malingering around Magic Ground. Lucky buggers. Hey. Cheering. Cheering. All right. Thank you very much. See you next week. Stay coachy, coaches. Peace. Peace out. Get a ring. You weren't even on camera. Amazing.